And the biggest benefits long-term of rebranding is going to be the impact on your business mm. and its revenue and acquiring new clients mm. and depending on the industry that you're in, retaining your existing clients mm. and providing that energy and enthusiasm. It provides a platform for you to like go into the next phase of your business journey. Hello, my name is Jara. I'm the founder and managing director of Jampact Agency, and you are listening to the Jampact Podcast. Rebranding my company this year has hands down been the best thing that I've ever done for my business, and I'm not exaggerating. And not just for the obvious reasons, like obviously having a new look and feel that I'm in love with and so proud to share, but rebranding has transformed us from the inside out. It has honestly sparked an amazing new energy internally. It's invigorated our team with this new sense of purpose. It's made our vision more crystal clear than ever. And it's even attracted top new talent into our team and delighted our existing clients. But the coolest part is that we've actually honestly never had as much momentum as a company right now in terms of brand awareness, word of mouth referrals, social media engagement, new leads, and new completely aligned clients. It is honestly such an exciting time off the back of our rebrand. And it's only a month in, so it's just been the wildest journey. And the rebranding journey itself has confirmed exactly what I already knew to be true about the digital marketing world. And that is, one, the power of your brand lies in the story that you share, and at the core of your story is you. Two, fresh, on-trend, but still unique and bold marketing allows you to cut through the noise on social media and bright colors go a long way. And thirdly, sometimes all it takes is a freshen up to be seen by your ideal market and to reinvigorate your team. Now, I'm not saying that everyone should rebrand, but I definitely think that there is a time and place for it, and it can absolutely propel your business forward in more ways than you could ever imagine. So I am thrilled to be welcoming my amazing friend, my business big sister, as I like to call her, and the power behind our entire rebrand, Kylie Hannaford. She is the founder and creative director of Three Blocks Left, and she is coming on to the Jam Packed podcast today to chat all things rebranding. So I met Kylie a few years ago now, but it was only last year that we actually started to become super close through our mutual business coach as we were attending her leadership retreats together. So when I went through this process of deciding whether or not I wanted to take the leap and rebrand, change our name and change the look of my business... Kylie and I went out for coffee to discuss my options. And at this point, I was kind of just thinking, oh, I just want to refresh my brand. But we ended up going down, you know, really taking the leap and rebranding completely. And it was Kylie that really pushed me to do that instead of, yeah, just refreshing it. And I'm so grateful she did. So, yeah, Kylie was the mastermind behind our entire rebrand process and working with her on what we now call Jam Packed Agency 
was one of the most empowering, exciting and fulfilling experiences in my business journey so far. But even beyond that, Kylie inspires me every single day on a personal level. And like I've been telling her for months and like I've been saying for months, I want to be Kylie when I grow up. She is the coolest human ever. She has been in the design industry for 20 years and has so much gold advice to offer on rebranding. So in today's episode, we discuss why, when, and how to rebrand in a way that means that you not only retain your existing audience and your existing customers and brand awareness, but how to do it in a way that actually invigorates your community, invigorates your team, and most importantly, invigorates you. So let's dive in. Hello, Kylie. Welcome Hello, Jara. to the Jam Pack Podcast. Thank you. I'm very excited to have you on today because obviously I have so much to thank you for when it comes to our rebrand. I remember when I first came to you with the idea of just kind of doing a brand refresh, you were the person that pushed me in the direction of actually just doing a complete rebrand, changing the business name. But when I first came to you, you said, okay, give me 24 hours. I'm going to think on this and whether or not you should change the business name and I'll get back to you. And I want to know what went through your mind in those 24 hours that led you to the decision to tell me, yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's change your brand. Yeah. I forgot that I actually said that and I was very <laughs> impressed that I took the time. <laughs> it wasn't an impulse thing. Well, I guess I generally am someone who like lives in the grey mm. of life. I like to weigh things up and even though I think gut reactions, you know, are important, like it's also important to kind of weigh things out and rationalise things out. Totally. And I guess I could tell that you were like really listening to my opinion mm. and I – I guess, wanted to self-question and just make sure that I wasn't kind of getting caught in a burn it all down yes. moment. Yes, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess for me, there were lots of things at play, but mm. I guess the tipping point for me was that this new name, Gem Packed, like the second that you said it, I was like, oh my gosh, that just reflects you and your agency and like your intentions for the future so well. And it would kind of be a shame not to have that synergy in your podcast name and brand name. Having those two feeding each other, like those two entities like feeding into each other, like ultimately is going to be a great opportunity. And yeah, I guess worth the energy and the effort of changing the name, which is like a huge deal. Yeah. And I guess as well, I could sense that you were not in love with your previous name and- that eventually you would do it anyway. And I tended to agree that that name, you know, an acronym, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, it means something, but like, it's not, it doesn't have the essence. It doesn't have the personality, wasn't memorable. And I felt like eventually you would do it. Mm. And so you may as well do it now before you kind of embark on that growth journey and that you were looking for. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I loved that because I think, I was so nervous about changing the name at the start because I felt like we'd built up a name around our previous name. So I don't think I would have done it without you pushing me in that direction, especially because we'd already gone through previous name changes. But I know that you've obviously been in the industry for how many years now? Well, I've had my business for 16 years. Yeah, wow. So you've done so many rebrands, I'm sure. Yeah. Businesses, big, small. Yeah. I want to know, what have you seen over those 16 years, the biggest benefits of rebranding? I mean, the biggest 
benefits like long-term of rebranding is going to be the impact on your business Mm. and its revenue and acquiring new clients Mm. and depending on the industry that you're in, retaining your existing clients Mm. and providing that energy and enthusiasm. It provides a platform for you to like go into the next phase of your business journey. And I think it also, well, not I think, I know, (laughs) it provides a really good opportunity to reset and to take a moment and put a stake in the ground and go, okay, something here is not working because you're obviously rebranding because something isn't sitting right, something's not working, the business vision or the ideal client has shifted or changed, the market has shifted or changed, and you're needing to reposition yourself. And so it's just a good opportunity to reset, Mm. to get the whole team. So like there's the internal energy and momentum that comes with that Mm. as well. So... Yeah. Yeah. I think all of that I am feeling right now. So we are only a month since we've rebranded and it has been the most exciting month that I've ever had in business. And I (laughs) genuinely think it's because of the rebrand because there's so much fresh energy, not only internally amongst the team, we're all like really excited for this new chapter, but externally people are seeing that energy and I really think it's drawing people in at the moment. Yeah. Which is so exciting because we're kind of in this period that's, you know, the economy is not feeling, well, everyone's a bit unsure about the economy, but we're not feeling the effects of that yet like we would be. I think if we hadn't have Mm. gone through this whole rebrand and gone through this big lead up and kind of launch and getting our community involved, which we're going to touch on later in the episode, but, yeah, I totally agree with everything you just said. Mm. It's it's so profound, the impact that it can have on who you employ and the people who are watching you and even the clients that you already work with. So, yeah, very exciting. I think it shows that you're, like, you're not afraid, that you're backing yourself, yeah. that you're confident, mm. that you're innovating, mm. and even in a climate that's, like, unsure. Yeah. And that's really appealing to people. Absolutely. Yeah. So, when I – approached you that's what I was kind of I wasn't really thinking I want to rebrand I was thinking "Mm, I don't like our branding it definitely needs a refresh I feel like we've outgrown it and I I don't feel proud to share my business with people people would ask me what my business was called and I was never proud to say it and I was never really proud to show my website not that there was anything fundamentally wrong with it it was just like it wasn't really I don't know, it didn't align with me anymore. So I was thinking, oh, maybe we just need a brand refresh. But I guess for those people who are out there at the moment and they're feeling maybe similar to that, that, yeah, something just isn't quite right with our branding, do you think there are some key signs that they could be looking out for that a rebrand is the right direction for them? So just to clarify, when you say like a refresh, do you mean like keeping the core visual brand, but like, you know, maybe switching out the fonts Mm. or the colors or do you mean like what, yeah, what I mean, just complete rebrand, like pretty much what I did. It doesn't need to be a name change, but like change the logo, change the fonts. Yeah change pretty much everything maybe the business name maybe not yeah 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 because yeah. changing a business name which we can get to yeah. is like a major maybe, yeah, it's, yeah it's a massive deal <laughs> yeah it's a completely separate piece of work yes. so yeah a rebrand I think all the things that you're saying mm. they're the tangible things mm. in terms of like feeling in your body mm. if you're like apologizing or holding yourself back Mm. from putting your brand out there or if you feel like a bit cringy or you're putting together a proposal and it's not working Mm. if it doesn't like support you in where you want to go then yeah that's good signs to listen to but in terms of looking at it objectively if your vision for your business has changed 
if the ideal client has changed, if the market has changed, mm. then they're all really, really good reasons to interrogate whether your current brand is serving you yeah. and going, and not only serving you now, but going to support you in the next like five years totally. of where you want to go and what you want to do and how you want to position mm. yourself. So we touched on changing the name versus completely rebranding. When do you think it is a good idea to change your business name? Because that is a way bigger deal and it mm. feels like a massive decision. And that's why it was a little bit, yes, stressful for me and something I definitely wanted to double check with you because I wasn't sure if it was a really silly decision, to spe especially because we'd already changed our name once before. So, yeah. yeah, when do you think it's a good idea for businesses to consider a name change? To be honest, I wouldn't often recommend a name change mm -hmm. because it is a big deal. There mm -hmm. is a brand equity piece to consider and also there's just heaps of admin. Oh, my God. <laughs> so much admin. I'm still dealing with the name changes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's a huge decision yeah. to change your name. But I think it would go back to if – your name says something about you that isn't relevant anymore. Like if you're, we're a copywriting agency and your name has copywriting mm. in it and now you offer a whole bunch of other services totally. and people are always going to define you as a copywriter. Yep. But so that's holding you back. Something like that, 100% yep. change your name. If culture has shifted and your name now has a meaning mm. that isn't aligned with you values wise yep. or means something else now, definitely change your name. Yep. But one thing I would say a good way to kind of interrogate whether you should change your name is a brand strategy. Okay. That's like a service that I think is always going to benefit a business. Cool. That's looking at your – that's defining your vision, mission, mm -hmm. values. That's more of like the business internal side, but yeah. then looking at how those will be expressed totally. externally. So, like the personality of the brand, yeah. the tone of voice, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Once you have like a really robust brand strategy in place, whether or not your name should stay or go will mm -hmm. become very self-evident. Mm -hmm. We've done twice brand strategies where – we very gently in the presentation of the strategy suggested a name change okay. and they weren't asking for okay. it. Okay. We, yeah. we were just like, and so for this reason, we would suggest you think about, you oh. know. So, yeah, a brand strategy is a really good way to go about seeing that. I love that advice. I feel like we just skipped that and went like, yep, let's do it. And then <laughs> within three months we will change. But I'm so glad we did because it, I think the brand strategy was because you'd been along my business mm. journey and you're a close friend of mine, you already understood our vision and I had communicated our vision to you quite thoroughly already. So we already knew that our previous business name just no longer served us. Totally. And for me, my first name was still connected to the business mm -hmm. in a small way. And I wanted to get rid of that because obviously it's not just the Jarrah show anymore. There's a mm -hmm. team behind me and that kind of thing. So yeah, that's really great advice around the brand strategy Let's say for somebody listening, they feel like they're at the point that they're ready to rebrand. They feel like this is definitely the right direction for them to go in, mm -hmm. whether it's uh, just a visual brand or whether they want to go ahead with the name change. What do you think they need to do from there in order to provide a really strong brief to a graphic design team like you and your team? And basically, how can they set themselves up for a successful rebrand in that time? So... 
If you have a brand strategy in place, that is going to give us the absolute launch pad to create some amazing visuals and to Mm. be able to get real insight into what it is you're trying to accomplish. Mm. So if you don't already have a brand strategy, getting one done before you do the visual brand, visual identity is, is a really, really good idea. If you don't have the budget, to do a brand strategy at the moment, just getting really clear on the personality of your brand and what it is that you're wanting to express and really focusing in on the brief and just making sure what you're wanting to accomplish is really, really clear. One of the questions that we have in our briefing form is if your brand was a famous person, who would it be and why? And it's honestly my favourite question Mm. in the whole questionnaire because it just gives us so much insight into how you view your brand and how you want the world Mm. to view your brand. Yeah. What do you say again? Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, of course. Oh, I love that. (laughs) J-Law. Yeah, love that. And, yeah, it just gives us so much Mm. insight. So, really, if if you don't have a brand strategy, get one done. If you don't have the budget to get a brand strategy, really focusing on getting that brief right and, like, not so much the business side of things. Yeah. Even though that is important and we want to get that, but it's the expression of that. Totally. So, in other words, maybe putting together – even yourself, if you can't afford a brand strategy, just like the vision of the business, the mm-hmm. values of the business and the direction that you're wanting it to go. Is that what generally would be included in a brand strategy? Yeah. yeah. Like, I guess it's like more the emotion. It's yeah. like the who you are, but the how you turn up in the world. Cool. It's yeah. almost like the internal stuff is like who you are. Yeah. It's like, you know, you would sit down on in an internal team mm. meeting and go, guys, this is what we want to accomplish in the world, yeah. but you wouldn't necessarily say that totally. like to your customers or clients. Yes. Like you're going to say something slightly different or edited because you're going to show up in the world for your clients and customers in a different way. Yeah, totally. Uh, and it doesn't mean they're not aligned, of mm. course, but it's just the outward expression of yes. that internal vision. Does yes. that make sense? Yes, it makes yeah. absolute sense. I feel like a brand strategy is such a great foundation to have not just for a rebrand, but also say you're briefing somebody to rewrite your website copy or employing a social media agency like us, having that brand strategy there. We've had one client out of all of our social media management clients ever have a brand strategy and come to us with that. And I can't tell you how excited the team was to start working with them Mm. because funnily enough, the business owner actually owns her own graphic design agency as well. So, that explains why they have a brand strategy, but it gave us so much material and so much context around who the business is, what they're all about, who their team is, what direction they're going in. So, not just from a rebrand perspective, I think anyone who is, yeah, working with other partners, it's so great to have some sort of Bible about your brand pretty much. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. When I was putting my brief together for you, I was very conscious about the fact that I did not want to be picking things and pinning things on Pinterest that I just found really pretty because I did that in our first rebrand. And I think that's where I, I went wrong. I just kind of went on Pinterest and I was like, oh, that's cute. I like that little icon. And I wasn't really being strategic. So, what do you think a business owner can do to ensure that they are being strategic about finding things on Pinterest or putting together a brief aside from a brand strategy rather than just picking aesthetic things and picking mm. the colors that they personally like? Mm-hmm. I would say that 
Okay, A, you need to find a designer that you trust implicitly, okay. right? Mm-hmm. And that you trust that they're going to not just create something that's on trend mm-hmm. or that works for them or is in their design wheelhouse, mm-hmm. but they're going to be able to interpret your vision into some visuals that like represent your onlyness. Totally. And so when you're briefing a designer in, ideally, I used to get clients to do a Pinterest board for me, but more and more, I I think that's our job. Like that's the designer's job. The -hmm. client's job is to express to us what it is they're wanting to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And as I said, like the personality, the the outward expression Mm -hmm. of the brand and the brand intent and the vision and the values. But it's up to us to then take that and interpret it into the visuals back to you. And then, you know, if that feels once you see the concepts or, you know, we do that stage beforehand, Mm. the design strategy where it's kind of like the mood board stage, that's where we can start having a discussion about that feels right, that feels off. Yeah. But I think it's it's actually you need to hand the keys over to the designer Mm. there. Okay. Yeah, because we put I put together a Pinterest board just because I was so excited yeah. and wanted to look at, yeah, the, the brands that I love. But I think even then the concepts that you ended up presenting to us, I loved so much more than what I had on that Pinterest mm. board. So it's not like I pinned some things on Pinterest and you kind of replicated that. It just kind of, yeah, showed you a few things that I liked and then you we had conversations. I filled out my brand questionnaire and you took that information and turned it into concepts. Mm-hmm. So I can totally see how, yeah, the Pinterest board might not even be necessary and sometimes mm-hmm. it is just about getting clear on, yeah, again, who you are, where you're going, what you're all about. Yeah. Yeah. I think if it makes you feel like – like if you are a visual person and you need to express your thinking visually, mm. I think then there's merit in that. Mm. But I think I'd just always be really clear with your designer that it's not that I want this to look like this. Yeah. I'm showing you this because I love how bright the colours are. Totally. It's not that I – you need to be really explicit in yeah. what it is, why you're showing what you're showing. Otherwise, I just think you run the risk of being – of limiting your designer your designer will get like bogged down into that detail yeah absolutely uh and i like what you said before about finding a designer that you really gel with i think i was definitely in a good position because i had already known you really Mm -hmm. well so instantly i just knew i wanted to work with you but do you think there's any advice you'd give for anyone who is looking for a designer that they want to connect with or i guess signs to look out for Yes. My opinion with looking at designers is that look for, unless there's some really particular reason that you want a certain look, I think look for a designer that has a really broad range of skills that all their brands don't look exactly the same Mm. because then you're walking into a situation where it's like, you're walking into that designer's wheelhouse, like, mm. and your brand is going to look like every other brand that yeah. they're doing. That's good advice. So I think, you know, you want to be finding a designer that is going to interpret your business mm-hmm. and not make it look like anything out there in the market. It's really hard to create something completely new, yes. of course. Yeah. But that should always be the aspiration, right? That Absolutely. that we should always be aspiring to be as unique and mm. as only as yeah. we are, as yeah. we can be. So, so yeah, for di- that diversity in their portfolio. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. 
I think that's definitely obvious in what you do because even I know you're rebranding our close friend Sarah yeah. and our businesses, while we offer completely different services, we are kind of similar in a few ways because we're both in the marketing industry, but having seen her concepts and my concepts, they're completely different and completely different uh, ideas and concepts and that is what you want from your designer. You don't want to just come to them and yeah, expect that they're going to replicate what or just regurgitate what they're doing for everyone else, like yeah. a certain style or certain colours and that kind of thing. So yeah, I love that advice. I think when it comes to rebranding, one of the main fears that I think business owners would have, and especially what I had in the beginning, is that I'm I was scared that I was going to lose my existing audience and my existing brand awareness because we were not only changing our name, but we were also changing our complete look and feel. So, even if you aren't changing a name, it is always scary to just look completely different because how are you going to be recognizable? So, in your experience, do you think this is a common occurrence to lose brand awareness? And is there anything that we can do as business owners to maintain our relationships with our existing customers and our existing audiences? So, change management in a rebrand is really important to consider Mm -hmm. and the level of which you will have to consider this depend really depends on the particulars of your business. So, you know, if you're a service-based business, chances are that your existing customers are not going to be that concerned. They're going to be really happy for you Mm. and they're going to be excited that, you know, the people that they're working with are moving forward and looking to the future. Mm. But as long as the service stays the same and that that they're still working with the same people that they were working with and nothing changes for them, Mm. they're not going to be like that worried. Totally. That's exactly what happened with us. I was so nervous to tell our clients because I just thought they're going to be like, no, we're not working with you anymore. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that, but everyone was so excited and they were like, yes, it's so cool. And as long as a few clients were like, yeah, but you're still doing the same thing. And we're like, yeah. And they're like, oh, sweet. Okay, cool. That's all I need to know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I remember when I was buying my old business partner out and we were like so nervous to tell everybody that Amelia was leaving the business. And we like sat on it for ages and oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Anyway, we sent it out. No one cared (laughs) that like (laughs) Pizza's partner was leaving. I mean, they cared. They were like, oh, that's, you know, sad to hear. Wish her all the best. But yeah, all they were concerned was, exactly. but you're still going to be giving us the work that you do, right? Yeah, (laughs) totally. So I think in service-based business like that, that's your existing clients that are going to just be like, cool. Yeah. Okay. Totally. If you're a product-based business, though, or experience, then I think there's a lot more that you need to Mm. consider Mm. because people are – they're choosing you to consume, to adorn themselves with as part of their self-expression. You're going to have a lot more opinions and a lot more emotions and feelings to manage. So, that would be – if you are in product – you know, involving your audience before you even start the rebrand journey and finding insights and interviewing them directly. And, and, you know, something that you think is like old and boring and out of date, Mm. a lot of your audience might think is really nostalgic and 
might be like really emotional for them. Yes. And also like from that pattern recognition in terms of like fast moving consumer goods, Mm. changing the packaging on something, people, something that they buy every week. Mm. And then you change the packaging without any communication. They won't see it on the shelf anymore. So things like that, you definitely need to take into consideration. Yeah, absolutely. I love what you said about involving your audience because while we didn't survey our audience or anything like that, we definitely involved our existing audience on Instagram and TikTok and LinkedIn about the rebrand process. And both times that I've rebranded, I did that. And it was crazy the amount of attention and momentum and how people were who I'd never met before, but I just had a relationship with them online, was so excited about this rebrand because I was putting that out there into the world. Yeah. So, for example, I did – when I had that chat with you and we said, okay, we're going to do this, I put up a post saying really exciting news, we're going to be rebranding, chatting through a little bit about why I've decided to rebrand. I think I left some very loose clues in there just to have, have people guessing – And that post itself got so much engagement and so many comments and people being like, this is so exciting. And then throughout the process leading up to the actual rebrand launch, I was constantly posting about it on our social media. I was leaving hints. I even recorded a meeting that I had with you about our rebrand and kind Mm -hmm. of put snippets in that as like a hint. And I had messages in the two weeks leading up to the rebrand launch, so many messages coming in being like, I don't know why, but I'm literally on the edge of my seat for this (laughs) rebrand. I'm so excited to see what the name changes and what it looks like. And we, yeah, our our socials were going off because so many people felt so invested in it. And there was like this big surprise and nobody could guess the name. I think one or two people guessed it. Yeah. So, yeah, I love that point that you made about involving audiences. Yeah. You really took people on the journey. You made it really personal and you explained why you were doing it, like the why behind the what. Totally. I think that that's something that people can get behind mm. and really engage with. And yeah, you, you absolutely nailed yeah. that, that well, brand launch. That was going to be my next question because I think I obviously have an upper hand with that launch because I literally work in marketing. So I know what I'm doing to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. But I feel like from the inside looking out, I definitely feel like we nailed the launch of the rebrand because of the momentum that we've picked up as a brand and the attention that we've gotten on socials and all of that stuff. So, from the outside looking in, what do you think we did that helped us nail that rebrand launch and make such a fuss about it? I think you gave yourself a really huge runway. Yeah. And you really took people on the journey in real time. Mm. It wasn't like a – I mean, I'm sure it was a marketing plan, but it felt really authentic. Mm. Like, we really felt like we were, you know – and you did. You were jumping out of a meeting with yes. me and going, exciting news. Like, yeah. it felt authentic and we, yeah, I think people just got invested because it was like this authentic journey that mm. you took us on. Mm. It had a deadline. There's, I mean, everyone loves a party. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, the, you just really took the energy and enthusiasm mm. that you were feeling mm. and expressed that yeah. and allowed people to feel it too and get on board and it was so authentic and you made it really personal you were really candid about the problems that you were having with your existing brand Mm -hmm. you didn't like kind of brush over them to be polite you were you were really candid and saying this doesn't work for these reasons Mm -hmm. anymore Mm -hmm. and I think really people really appreciate that yeah yeah they liked seeing that transparency I think for sure yeah I think it was definitely 
I don't think it was a marketing plan. It was more just like I was so excited about the rebrand that it felt very natural for me to be sharing because I'm uh, on social media all the time and I'm usually am sharing a fair bit. But in hindsight, I do think it was quite strategic that, yeah, I would jump out of a meeting with you and I would kind of take the key takeaways from that meeting about the rebrand and put it into a video or I'd update the audience. Or if we'd run into issues with the rebrand, I would even talk about that, like the whole issue we had about printing our logo on a sign and things <laughs> like that. I posted some stories about that and so many people were messaging me like, oh my God, did it end up working? So even the road blocks that you run into as well, mm. we, we started to share those. And the so, minutiae. Yeah. Like yes. all of that kind of thing. It's not like this smooth, mm, you no. know, process. Like, and people really like that yeah. stuff, don't they? They liked coming along for the ride. Yeah. yeah. So, finally, what would your last piece of advice be to the person who's listening to this who really relates to everything that we've been saying and they feel like they're ready to rebrand, name change or not? What would your final piece of advice be for them? I think, again, finding a designer or design agency Mm -hmm. that you absolutely trust Mm -hmm. and feel heard when you speak and who take the time to figure out how you best communicate and that you don't feel intimidated by, that you feel like you can ask questions or question their thinking on something um, and that they have answers to your questions. Absolutely. So, I think it, it... you know, it really needs to be like a robust mm. relationship. Totally agree with that because I've worked with partners in the past in many different areas of business, whether it's graphic design or website development. And I have been in those situations where I've actually felt intimidated by the service provider. This is probably because it was when I was quite young and I was fresh on the business scene. So I hadn't found my voice yet, but I found that they would come to me with ideas and I would just agree with it and I'd just be like, okay, yep, that sounds good. I wouldn't actually question it or put my thoughts into it because I was scared of what they were going to say or is that wrong? So, you want Mm. a relationship with your designer that you can actually have those really in-depth conversations about, okay, what if we did this or I like that part of that idea but I don't really like this. Yeah. Running through the options so you can have – yeah, everybody's thoughts out on the table and a really, yeah, deep conversation about the changes that you're discussing. Yeah, mm. exactly. So, I think that and then someone whose work you like yeah. and, again, that diversity in mm. their portfolio so that you can feel confident that they're going to listen to you and your business yeah. and interpret that in a way that's relevant to culture and technology and yeah. society that we live in. So, totally. yeah. Yeah. So, aka work with Kylie. Work with me. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. So, where can people find you if they want to follow you, work with you? Yeah. So, we're on Instagram at three blocks left. And that's the word three. Yes. I've said that a few times (laughs) over the last 16 years. I love your brand name, three blocks left. (laughs) Yeah. The reason I can talk about the whole name change is because for a while there I was thinking of changing my name and I yeah I did and I think it was just that I was sick of it right um and then again that's what I had to interrogate and go well 
is that a really good reason mm. to rebrand? Mm. No, it's not. Yeah, I'm so glad you're keeping it. Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've I've fallen back in love with it, yeah, so it's all good. Left. It's, yeah, yeah. You don't forget it. Yeah, it's very <laughs> memorable. Yeah. So on Instagram and on Instagram, and then our website is threeblocksleft.com.au. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I feel like this is going to help so many businesses, mm. and yeah, I'm I'm so grateful that you've come on. My absolute pleasure. Thank you for asking me. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on pretty much every social media platform that there is. My favorites at the moment are TikTok, Instagram, and LinkedIn. But otherwise, I will catch you in next week's episode. Bye.